This show is furnished by The Cochran Firm. Talk Radio 790 KABC. You are listening to A Nation Divided. We are coming to you live from Culver City. I am sitting across from my best friend in the entire universe, Mr. James Oates. Uh, how are you doing today, brother? Brother, I am down, man. I am really depressed today now. What? You seem I, so darn happy. What's usually, going on? I usually feel so good. Every time we come in here, every week we come in, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're solving the world's problems, right? I'm not sure we can solve this one, man. I don't uh, think I can trust anything that I read anymore. I'm serious. It, it's it's kind of really it's scaring me. It, it's interesting. And folks, I think what you're hearing is that uh, we've been talking about what we're going to be uh, discussing today. And one of the things that we keep doing is we keep figuring out why are we so divided as a nation? What is it that is happening to us that seems to be unprecedented? And every time we think we have an example, we figure something else out that dashes the other example. Right. And, you know, we were, we were saying, okay, is it Trump? Is it this? Is it, is it the Republican Democratic thing? But what we're starting to get at is it could be simply the flow of information and the way people are receiving news. And one of the things that we really want folks to consider is, number one, how do you really get your news? Is it from the Internet? Is it from TV? But this is the deeper question, brothers and sisters. How do you know it is true? How do you trust it? How can you possibly say that the news that you're hearing is true? How do you have any idea that anything anyone says or anything that you read is actually true? And then you go out and tell people about it, and you say it like it's true because you heard one person say it, or you read it on the Internet once. How do you know that? And the thing is is even more uh, uh, insidious when you think about the fact that there are many individuals that have a very uh, concrete vested interest in misinformation. Absolutely. And the conceptualization of how our thoughts affect our emotions and how the thoughts and emotions affect how we vote, how we act, the things we buy. These are the things that uh, there are people that really want to guide the way that you're thinking. And they're going to do that by telling you uh, things that are uh, newsworthy that may not even be true. Right. So when we think about this, this is a folks, uh, I'm 51 years old. And this is unprecedented. This is the digital age. They have all these words, the information age, the digital age. But one of the things that we're seeing is that this is unprecedented because the way that a lot of us are getting information is not the way that we, I got it as a child. It's through the internet. And when we think about the concept of how we get information through the internet, it gets very, very fuzzy in terms of who's really behind the information that we're getting. Look, I mean, I know some people that you listen to are really smart people. There's probably a lot of people out there that, that uh, like Bannon, for instance, right? They mm -hmm. like him. They think he's a smart guy. And, you know, I got to admit, I listened to him the other night. You, you hey, make, I'm, I'm not too you impressed make, with him, by right, the way. I know, but anyway, you, make, you, make, you make fun of me a lot because I, all I watch is PBS, basically, right? But I, I'm, watching the, the, I know, anyway, I know. I'm watching the show that comes on after PBS NewsHour. Yeah. And, and he's on, and he actually, you know, he's a pretty smart-sounding guy. But here's the thing. How do we trust that? How do we have any idea that anything that he says is true? And a lot of the stuff he said, basically, he has basically said, 
I did that. We, we put out stuff that's not put out anything. It doesn't matter if the if it's good information or bad information. Just put it all out there, right? Almost like a, a divide and conquer kind of concept, right? And so, folks, we also are coming against the backdrop of uh, very clear incidents of of meddling in the last election. It is 2020, folks, and before we know it, we're going to be voting for a president again. And when we start thinking about these issues, they're incredibly relevant because what's going to make us vote the way we vote? And when we really start thinking about this, this is the question that we want to pose to you folks. Is this good? Is the the flow of information and the completely unrestricted flow of information that we have now, is this good for our democracy? When we start thinking about why our nation is divided as an attorney, as a person who's dedicated his life to the Constitution of the United States, I always think about the conceptualization of this project that was America. The idea that we're going to have a free society, and it's never really been done before in the history of human civilization on this level. And what our forefathers were thinking about had to do with equality, had to do with each person having a voice. But they never could even no. conceptualize they the Internet this out. and what's going to we'll happen one day happen. that nope. people just with the click of a button can be exposed to infinitely more information than they were ever exposed to before. And you have no way of knowing. See, this is the thing. We were talking about this a few weeks ago, and I think that we might have touched on it on a radio show. When our, I think about like three weeks ago. We yeah, I think we were this, hitting but it. Do you remember when we were talking about this thing of how, when we were kids, how did you get information? You got it from a book. Or a newspaper, who, right? Or, yeah. or a newspaper, right? Who wrote the book? Some guy who was a professor, had a PhD. Right. How right. did he get to be a, a, a professor PhD? He went to school. And how did he get to write the book? Because he was a good professor. And, and people, he got vetted basically, right? Nowadays, you go on the internet, go to a website. Someone puts it up there. How did they get to be there? They paid for it. Right. How, how did they get to be an expert at it? You don't know. Exactly. They don't have a PhD. You and do you, do you even know that it's true? That's such right. a great point, Jim. So, folks, listen, we'd like you to join the discussion if you'd like to weigh in here. Now... This is, a, this is a pretty serious topic to us because we believe that it actually goes to the core of what is dividing us as a nation. Right. And if you'd like to join the discussion, folks, you can hit us up at 1-800-222-5222. Once again, 1-800-222-5222. And the issue is, is this a good thing for our democracy? Is the unrestricted flow of information that we now have, is this something... That is a good thing. And again, when we talk to you folks, we're interested simply in what your gut tells you. I'm not interested necessarily in, are you an expert in this field? Do you have letters behind your name? Are you a person that would be considered educated or an expert or anything along those lines? What I'm really interested in is the way regular average people just think. Well, here's the thing, Brian, like people used to say this a lot. I, I think you've heard this too, and I'm sure everyone that's listening has heard this, is that the internet was going to be a great thing for democracy because then people could say what exactly. they believe, freedom of speech. And you will have you all access yourself. to all this information. Right, and it has made a lot of sense. I used, to say, I used to totally believe that. I used to say, hey, man, this is going to be the way that people that right. don't have a voice can get a voice. Right. But here's the problem. It's the people that want a voice the most that get voices, and they're usually driven by a lot of money, right? Because that's how they get to have that voice. Right. I'm not so sure, man. This, it's almost like it's working against us. How are you getting your news, folks? And do you, do you know or do you have any idea as to how true it is? So one of the things that, because Jim is such an expert at technology and issues related to computers and the way that these PCs actually work, 
you know, if you turn on Google for it, if you just if you just get it going, if you there's going to be some things that are under it. Oh man, yeah. and a lot of times they're news stories. Man, people don't even know this, and, and, and even I don't see. I fall in prey. You and I were just talking about this like an hour oh, ago, man, right? I've gotten hoodwinked like seriously a few we, times. Yeah, but, but here's the thing: we don't even know if we're doing it. Like both you and I do the exact same thing. We're both busy people. You and I have the same kind of schedule. We never have any time to do anything, right? right, right. Hardly have time to even watch the news. So right. here's what we do: we open up our phone to go text somebody, and the Google search things open, and right. all the news feeds come at the bottom and right. we start clicking on them well what is that who wrote those news articles how to get there it's called google discover and guess what marketing dollars drive what gets seen and what's even worse about it <laughs> is if you happen to click like what did you say like you clicked on boots or what, yeah, what yeah, yeah, i, I, I wanted boots? to look into some boots and i was getting these pop-up ads for boots for like the next three weeks and i, I right. didn't even buy the darn boots. right and and I, I was just kind of interested in something that Someone might... wearing boots in Alaska and, like, who knows what else. Boots boots are everywhere. Boots but the boots. thing is, somebody's trying to get into my head. Right. And they're doing it because they're paying for it. So we start thinking about the word algorithm. Algorithm. And basically, right. what is that word? It basically means somebody has written a program that is going to basically get into the structure of the, my computer. And it's going to send me certain information. Anyway... We want to hear your voice, folks. You can reach us at 1-800-222-5222. Once again, 1-800-222-5222. During the week, you can always hit us up at nationdividedradio.com. We really do check that website, as busy as we are, nationdividedradio.com. We have Matthew. Thank you so much for being patient, and welcome to the discussion, brother. Hey, Matthew. You are on a Nation Divided, and we are dying to know what you think. Well, I just feel like, uh, you know, I, I'm not really college educated, but I took a philosophy class once, and uh, Good. the instructor was so compelling, uh, and he got me to really think about things. And one of the things he said was, we really don't know unless we experience it ourselves. Exactly. And, That's a great point, and, Matthew. And when you start thinking about that, yeah, what, yeah and, and how do you even know? It, because you're not gonna, you're only gonna see what's what's in front of you. How are you really going to know that what you're reading is true? And when we really start getting there, okay, we were actually thinking about actual stories. Like for example, there was this uh, news story that Donald Trump's father was in the KKK. Oh man! Or that he yeah. was associated with the KKK. Grand, the grandfather. And yeah. so that many people yeah. actually uh, just accepted that. Yeah. And it, it was just considered to be a right. fact. But the reality is we actually really dug into that. Yep. I mean, seriously unpacked it. Yep. And what we basically had was some very circumstantial evidence of his father or his, his grandfather, his association. Here's how it goes. I mean, any any of the stuff, is it's like so sensationalized, right? But you see a, a, a title that says Trump's grandfather arrested after a KKK rally right. right in like 1927 which how do we even know that was true but so they they say that right. and people then the next person says yeah well trump's grandfather was in the kkk they there, there's nothing there's no there's no evidence to that at all well it's, it's all. what we call circumstantial yeah, it's very extremely circumstantial the, the thing is, he, he lived in the accepted. city he lived in the town where this happened right. and he happened to be photographed with some guys and they did take him down they did take him to the police station but then they released him with no charges so, so exactly matthew uh you still with us yes sir do you have children brother uh, I have children, yes. How do you unpack this with your kids? I mean, what do you tell your kids about how to deal with the flow of information? I mean, we always want to know what's happening in the world, what is happening, the things that we can't see. Do you talk to them at all about this? Yeah, I always 
uh, encourage them to, to be open-minded. I always encourage them to try not to draw a conclusion until you're absolutely sure yourself. That is awesome. Uh, it takes, you know, if it takes, uh, you know, you're, you're comfortable with a certain news outlet, uh, you, you take the information, you, you know, and if you're curious about it, you, you do your own research. Um, right. But even then, things that you stumble upon reading about... Uh, <laughs> You, if you do the research, you could be going down a bunny hole that somebody wants you to go down. And it's not like, you know, I used to do research in the library. Now, if you're going to do research, you're probably going to use Google. Well, guess what? The research that you're going to do is going to lead you in a specific path. Jim, you got something, brother. No, I was just going to say, we probably have to go to break. But, uh, Absolutely. but Matt, stay with us because I want to ask you something when we come back. All right, folks, listen, we're going to be right back after a very short break. If you'd like to join the discussion, you can reach us at... 1-800-222-5222. Once again, 1-800-222-5222. Is all of this information a good thing? And how could we ever know whether or not it's even the truth? CCR, gotta love it. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back, folks. I am Brian Thomas Dunn, sitting across the aisle from my best friend, Mr. James Oates. We are a nation divided. This is AM Talk Radio 790. Uh, we're trying to always unpack the issues that divide us as a nation today. We're talking about the concept of truth and information in the digital age. Is this a good thing? There are so many uh, voices that are behind the voices that are behind the voices right. that control the news that we get. Uh, is this a good thing for our democracy? Are, are we even able to trust anything that we read uh, or see with regard to information? Jay, thank you for being so patient. Uh, welcome to the discussion, folks. If you'd like to join the discussion, we'd love to hear from you at 1-800-222-5222. Once again, 1-800-222-5222. Brother Jay, how are we going to deal with this? Well, I think that uh, people tend to listen to uh, news that doesn't stress them. Bingo. Uh, yeah. And uh, the reason they listen to talking heads is because it reinforces their belief and makes them feel better, and I think that's important. So, Jay, what but do you think, think would happen if we got like let, let them, if we've got like five Fox News supporters, just avid Fox News, and we put them in a room with five MSNBC, and we force them to listen to the other side for like a day? Like right. the Fox News it had to listen to NBC, the NBC had to listen to Fox. Anyway, Jay, keep going, brother. I cut you off, man. Well, I think another thing you should point out is, is that you're not defining is what is news. Right. Most of these stations deliver agendas uh, for ratings. It's entertainment. It's not news. Let me give you a good example. Absolutely. The other uh, a great point, by night, the way. Uh, they had the, Demo they had the uh, Democratic debate. Uh -huh. And all the talking heads talked about how bad Bloomberg was uh, and how he missed the points. Right. But he made the most important point of the night. You wouldn't know it if you listened to the talking heads, but if you just watched the debate, he made the point that uh, America is a capitalist country and nobody or very few people are going to vote for socialism. Wow. And Bernie Sanders was, uh, he called him a communist. But well, that's the what the election is about. And, and Jay, the average American didn't care whether he had non-disclosure agreements or anything. If you just l listen to what's said and not what's commentated on, you would discern a totally different debate. Hey, right. Jay, That's do you, uh, Jay, do you ever listen? Do you listen to Stephen Colbert? 
Stephen Colbert has this little thing that he says. He calls I never it, listen to Stephen. <laughs> right, Stephen. <laughs> it's pretty funny. It's a funny show. I don't listen to it often, but he does have this thing and he calls. And we know Jay doesn't. Right, and we know Jay doesn't. <laughs> but he has this thing he calls truthiness, and he's, he's making fun of people. What he's really doing is this. He says that, you know, you don't need to go to books. You don't need to go to papers to get your facts. All you need to do is trust your gut, and that's everything. Is that yeah, kind and, of... And, and that, exactly what your gut feeling was. If you just took everything away and watched the actual facts or the actual, let's say, debate in this case, you would come off... Uh, the average American came off with a totally different point and that's such, than all the talking heads. That is such an important point, Jay, and I'm going to tell you why. What Jay is basically saying is that if you had watched the, if you actually were present when the information was presented, you could make up your own conclusions about it and you could actually see the information. But we have an institutional attention deficit disorder in this country. We want things to just come right at us and and get cliff notes and have things. Not even that, though, Brian. Like, it's just like we were talking about some of the research I did for the show this week. I've got those two articles there about the coronavirus thing, which we'll go into. And and you read the one. Yeah, you read one. Another issue. Exactly. And that is. Give it. Is is the truth important? In other words, let's say in this presidential election, you've got a bunch of characters and this candidate has done this and this wow. candidate has done that that's a great the point. average american doesn't care about that they're not voting for wow. for character they're voting for policy wow and yeah. so i think they just want to be right they're voting for my side is right you know they my wanted, side they, i'm voting know, for my mostly side say i'm voting for my side and people that think and look and, and and think like me jay don't go anywhere one of the most important things he said do people even want the truth. Well, the thing that you were talking about before that, that I wanted to make a point of is, is that you could read two articles side by side from two different sources, and it can have the exact same content referencing the exact same studies and reports. And just based on the titles, yes, you can walk away believing a completely different thing you did. Exactly. And I did it. It happened to me today. But that and, and it happens to me all the time. I just take myself a little less seriously. But the point, <laughs> the point is, is that we, we always okay, have to figure true, this actually. out, folks. Is, <laughs> Brian's telling the truth. <laughs> is this, and Jay, is just, he just nailed it. You think about it, does anyone really have a vested interest, uh, for example, if you're listening to, uh, just say, a, a talk show or a news agency that's really kind of got a, a leaning, whether it be uh, CNN, whether it be Fox News, do, is the truth something that is really... Uh, valued or is it more only uh, if it gets you your agenda right only if it gets you your agenda only if it gets what you want folks if you'd like to join the discussion we're talking about the concept of the information age and the truth or lack thereof uh, that is associated with news and how are we handling this is this a good thing for our democracy that uh, the news can be so easily manipulated and uh, how are you getting your news and this is the really sensitive question folks and uh, sorry if i'm making you uncomfortable but do you really have any way of knowing whether or not it's true? Steve from Ontario, you've been so incredibly patient. I want to thank you for calling. Welcome to A Nation Divided. And folks, by the way, if you'd ever like to hit us up during the week, you can always send us a note at nationdividedradio.com. Steve, we are dying to know what you think. Oh, thanks. Um, the, I don't think that the flow of information really changes all that much. I think the people who are going to get their information from what they got in the mail from various political groups and believe that are still going to believe what they hear on the TV. Those people who did research, I think, are still going to do research. 
Now, where the flow of information helps them is it gives them a much quicker way right. and a more broad way to do the research. Do you think that there's but, any uh, way that the media or, or some news or something could actually change a person's mind that has a very fixed opinion? I mean, for example, say you have a hardened Trump supporter, someone that just loves Trump. That's just is there anything that they could see uh, on the news or be exposed to uh, that you think in our present in our present consciousness could actually cause them to look differently about this. And it's the same for someone who, may, who just hates Trump, someone who just can't stand him. Is there any way that they could see or read something that would institutionally, or that would on a fundamental level change the way that they thought, or would they just cast it off as being fake, cast it off as having an agenda? Do, do you think that, that the news or the access to information can actually change minds in our world now, Steve? I think it depends on the person. I, the most important thing I taught my children was critical thinking. Amen. If, if you are a critical thinker, I have I have very strong opinions on just about any topic you want to talk about. But if you can show me that my opinion is wrong, critically thinking, when I look at it, I will change my opinion. Steve, you have such a forceful I, voice. I think many people might be scared to even challenge you, frankly. <laughs> right. <laughs> you sound pretty strong. I mean, yeah. I, his kids right. are probably like military, like this. Okay, Dad. Right. But, you know. Whatever you say, Dad. But, no, but, no, Steve, and well, they should be. Steve, <laughs> you got it, brother. You got Steve, it. Steve, I don't want to put you on the spot and ask you what you do for a living or anything like that. So I'll just, I'm going to ask you this question very, I'll just try to make this as vague as possible. Just it, with the things that you know about, right? Things that you're expert in. Would you have an example of any time that you've heard or read something on the Internet, heard some news where you looked at that or you heard it and you said, man, that is completely upside down. Those guys don't know what they're talking about at all. And you knew not because you'd read it somewhere else, but because you actually did that for a living or you had you're an expert. It's a great question, Jim. Well, I was a, I was an engineer and uh, I was an industrial engineer. He, he reminded me of my father. Are... Anyway, he was an engineer, too. Go, go ahead. Brother. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, Our he, motto is there are many ways to do something, but there's only one way to do it right. Yes. Mm. And so I would look at things and say, yeah, that that could work, but it's not going to be the best way for something to work. Wow. Steve, and don't I go think, anywhere. Um, I, I want to I put you on hold for one brief second. I want to go back to Matthew. Matthew, uh, thanks, for, thanks for holding with us. What do you have to say about the point that Jay made? Do, do you think that people even really want the truth? Or do you believe that we are so closed off right now that we're only going to view uh, whatever it is that is called news through the lens that we want to view it through? Yeah, I think we've become uh, somewhat lazy in uh, getting back to the previous caller's point, just critical thinking. We just allow people to think for us. And uh, unfortunately, it's a mass population that's willing to allow that to happen. It's just, it's just laziness. You know, if you really want to know something... You know, like the other caller said about watching the debate. If you watch the debate, right, right. Uh, it was it was all over the place. But if you go to CNN, you'll hear one, you know, agenda that they're trying to pass. Right. If you go to Fox, you'll hear an agenda they're trying to pass. But that's for everything. It's for the State of the Union address. It's for the uh, any particular yeah. bill that may be up for discussion. It's not really. It's everyone's spin on it. Uh, hold briefly, uh, Matthew. I want to get back to you, Steve. Now, Steve, one of the things that. What Matthew said and you said is that you talked about how you're going to handle it with your kids. You guys are both way ahead of the curve, in my opinion, because you understand that there's a situation that calls for critical uh, analysis here. What would you say, Steve, to the masses of people? Let's just call them uh, just the regular rank and file folks that don't really have that filter. 
and they don't have that conceptualization of two sides of a story or critical thinking, and they're just kind of going to go forward. Do you think that there's anything that could be done with regard to the serious fundamental education uh, with a mindset like that? That's a tough one because it's hard to change somebody, especially the older they get. It's right. harder to change somebody. But I, what I try to do when I try to change somebody's mind is I try to take them to the full extent of their thought process. Yes. You may think something is good for you now, but let's think about it in the long term. Mm-hmm. If it's good for you now, what happens two years down the road, five years down the road, ten years down the road? Because that may have an impact on other people other than just you. Well, we're and thinking, you have to, yes, go ahead, yes, 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 keep going. Yeah. So, so you have to you have to take all of that into consideration, and you have to just you have to get to the point where you realize that the world does not revolve around you. What's best for you may not be what's best for the population in general. But now, Steve, you said you said what, what I kind of heard you say a little earlier, and I don't want to put these words in your mouth, but I kind of heard you say something to the effect of that people are basically, if they're lied to or they're not getting the truth, they're not getting it because they didn't think about it, and they could have they could have found out the truth themselves. But let me ask you this point blank. Do you actually think people want to be lied to? Do you actually think people want to, to get bad information? Is that what they're looking for? I think that they're intellectually lazy, yes, because then they don't have to do any thinking. They can just say, I've got this belief, and someone lies to me and says I'm right. Hmm then that makes me feel good, and I'm uh, willing to go on with that. Folks, if but, you'd like to join the discussion, you could reach us at 1-800-222-5222. Once again, 1-800-222-5222. The issue is, how are we going to actually uh, unpack the conceptualization of that strange world called, that strange word called the truth in a world where the information that we receive is subject to so much manipulation uh, by folks that have so many uh, vested interests interests but steve we're gonna start with you when we get back i got another question thank you for being with us we'll be back in just a moment folks welcome back folks we are am talk radio 790 Uh, you are listening to a nation divided we are coming to you live from culver city we're trying to unpack some of the issues that separate us as a country some of the things that are causing us to for all of the wrong reasons just not like each other. And one of the things that we're focusing on is that simply turning on your TV can expose you to an agenda. Simply turning on your computer can have a news story that is going to have a certain slant. It's the polarization of information is what it is. And it's something that is somewhat unprecedented. We've heard from Matthew. We've heard from Steve. And, you know, we, these are both very forward-thinking gentlemen who are addressing this issue in the context of I realize that there's a problem, and I'm going to tell my children about this. Now, let's just take that a step further, and let's think about all of those people that really are just working and getting through the day. Because the average person gets up, right? they, they get the kids off, and they go... Do what they're going to do. They get home 530 at 6. What's the first thing they do? Turn on the TV. How can we blame them 100% right. for not taking three hours out of their day when, right. first of all, they couldn't do it when they were working exactly. to vet whatever news source that they're going to watch or listen to or read that exactly, night? Exactly, because I 
firmly believe that Americans are basically fair. We want to do somehow the right and thing. And I believe they don't want to be lied to. I believe that if you if you gave a person an option, option one is here's a news article and here's the – you can trust the source for whatever reason. It gets a thumbs up and this one gets a thumbs down. I don't think they're going to read the thumbs down. Now, how do they get to the thumbs up? I get Steve's point about being intellectually lazy and maybe not doing the work yourself, but come on. I mean, who, I mean, the average person doesn't have time for that. And I think it's it's kind of hard to just blame them alone, you know? Well, and, and I think that it's just, it gets to, you know, do people really uh, understand what's happening? And I want to go right back to you briefly, Steve. I'm going to hear from you, Matthew, too, on this. But, Steve, do you think that people even realize that are getting the news that there is some, that there is a consciousness behind the news that they're getting that is leaning them in a certain direction. Do you think the average Joe really understands that? Steve? I really do. I, we've had so much talk about fake news, and I think people have started to look at the news and go, what do they mean, fake news? Is there fake news? And I think just that having been brought up has got people starting to think about it, and I think... If, if part of being an adult is to be able to challenge what yes. you believe. Yes. And so when you, if, if you're going to be an adult, you have to challenge what you believe to say, okay, this right. is what I believe, but this doesn't sound like it goes with what I believe. Now, what is right? What I believe or this. And if you're going to be an adult, you have to be able to challenge your beliefs. And that may be one of the issues that we're, we're seeing in the country is that so many people are not wanting to grow up and be adults. I should change the word point. adult to American. If you're American, everything that you said, if you're American, you should be willing to have your beliefs challenged. If you're American, you should be willing to accept the fact that you may be wrong. If you're American. Right. And, you know, that's because part we're, of we're that's You just hit it. You hit the nail on the head, Brian. We're innovators. Right. That's what it makes it. That's what makes us Americans. Right? Right. We're, we're, we do things different than everybody. Yeah, else. it's not so much you know the adult, but just if you're American, we challenge the norms. So we really found some interesting stuff, folks, and you got to hear this. This is about the coronavirus, and this is about something that has nothing to do with politics. Well, may, it may actually, but it has yeah, nothing it to do with does. whether you like Trump, yeah, you don't like Trump, whether you're red or you're yeah. blue. Tell us some of the misinformation that you found and how that actually has created. Just the, the mass hysteria that we're seeing surrounding Man, this issue. And I got to hit you with this before we even go into what I, the news article, but the, what broke yesterday, which is big news. And there's, I don't know. If a lot oh, you're talking about the Ukraine it, thing? Yeah, with the Ukraine thing. That's All big right. news. It just hit yesterday. But tell, our, tell, our, tell our, our listeners what happened there. Well, okay. So in the Ukraine, the, the, there, someone sent an email out. It's one of these normal, it's the email that you get that says, Congress is going to take the oath, you know, the swearing an oath to God out of all, you know, things that they do. You get that email that says this thing that ends up not really being true. It was a complete hoax, right? Hoax. So someone from and they think it's some it was from an IP address outside of the Ukraine sends an email and the email says there have been five cases of the coronavirus now diagnosed, even though the news in the Ukraine is saying there's been no cases and nothing's happened. Right. right. Now a riot breaks out. Right. Breaks out yesterday. They start attacking this bus of Ukrainians that have been sent from China because they were already quarantined. They're safe. They're good. They just want to go home. They go home. They get in this bus. They're going to be taken to the special place to be checked out, make sure they're good. And this riot breaks out. They start hitting the police. They're throwing stuff at them. They're like, turn the bus over. Wow. And so this is what this one little email leads to, right? Now, Wait, you think about how easily manipulated folks are. Well, but here's the thing. I get a call from a uh, – the thing I was going to say is I get a call from a friend of mine this past week and totally sober-minded guy. 
Very, very super, super smart guy. Great guy. He start, and he tells me as serious as he can, right? He says, Jim, you know, by the way, start hanging on to your money. Start start hanging on and, and you know, watch the market because, you know, this coronavirus thing, they're not telling us the truth. And this thing's going to break. And, and when it breaks, and when this thing breaks, I tell you, the economy, China's going to shut down and the economy's going to change. It'd be a good opportunity in the market. And I'm thinking, really, man? Is this really something you really believe? And I mean, you've been yeah. bought into this? Well, but there's, if you go, man, if you, if you go to one set of news websites, say that, right? And you've got people saying, oh, they're not telling us the truth. It's easy to say they're not telling us the truth, right? It's easy to say that, and you can just believe it. Well, the point is, is that how do you really know? And this is why we're kind of unpacking what is really kind of a complicated issue, but it really boils down to, do we understand the conceptualization of how thoughts affect our emotions? And do we really understand how someone has told us something, and now you feel compelled to if actually you click, riot, if do some, you, you know. click on a article, an article at Google Discover that says coronavirus just spread further to a no, new country, you can guarantee for the next two weeks, all you're going to see in your news feed is going to be stuff about coronavirus. Wow. Ronnie from West LA, you've been so incredibly patient with us. Thank you so much for calling. Uh, we want to welcome you to A Nation Divided. Uh, and we are dying to know what you think, brother. Tell us what's going on. Thanks for take. Thanks for taking my call. When I when I think about the media and stuff, I think that we're very very lucky to have so many different selections and so many different news media's to choose from. That is a good point. It's not. It's not so much that the media is the enemy of the people. It's more like that we would just never have you as friends. Right. And that is an interesting so thing. Is that- yeah, it's, it's great because you get it when you're young, you get a chance to have so many friends, but you don't. You choose the ones that you like best. You choose the people that you trust the best. When you're young, you're going through so many friends. There's lots of people. And one of the things that I think, thank you so much for calling, Ronnie. I think one of the things that he's, that he's really seizing upon is we actually are fortunate. It's not just the First Amendment. Uh, we have a, an enormous uh, access uh, to information. There is so much that we can do, almost too much. But the question is, is that have we really thought about what really generates the, the uh, power of news and its money? Well, and the, I wonder, Fox yes, News is right. by far making and, more money and get than deeper. About go ahead, it. Yes. Go even deeper than this on the Brian, because I know where you're going with this. Go deeper. Why do we have so many divergent news sources now? In other words, it, it, you know, it, you go back, say, so many years and you had just a few news sources. And we know that those days, the 60s, 70s, whatever, CBS, right, ABC's news, right. right? And so now you've got. And not just di- not just different news sources, not a number of them, but they're divergent. They're right. so polar opposite. Why? In other words, I-, I wonder myself, is it chicken before the egg or the egg before the chicken? Did people start making these sites because they said, hey, the stuff that's being said is fake? And so they had to fight it on one side versus the other side? Or was it that people just genuinely wanted this free flow of information the way Ronnie said a minute ago? Uh, yeah, I think I'll go back to what Jay said, is that people want resonance for their belief systems. Uh, Matthew, real quickly, thank you for staying with us so long. I wanted to get your opinion on this. Uh, do you think that there should be some effort at all on behalf of the government to restrict the flow of information? Label it or do something. Do you believe that, Matthew? Uh, it's a tough one with the First Amendment right. there. I, I think that as long as you know, you're protected to say whatever you want, um, it's going to be a fine line. I just think people 
as individuals really need to take a gut check and just say, you know what, I'm not going to take this for face value. I'm going to go a little bit deeper. I'm going to critical think about it. Um, but we just have lost the ability in this information age, as you call it, to to do any of the homework, so to speak. We Matthew, just, I can't uh, thank you enough for joining us. Uh, we're going to have to move on. You're sadly, right, though, Matthew. Everything but Matthew, you everything you said, I can't agree with you more, folks. And I, as we move into the week, one of the things that we're most interested in is why are we now hating each other so much well, as a country. you know, Matthew said it, a guy said it before, several people have said it, people need to critical think more, I get all that, but I gotta ask the question, did they just stop critical thinking and then this just magically happened? Mm. Or did this thing of information and information flow happen and did that suppress the ability to critical think? I mean, and, and I think that you, you really have to look at that and you start thinking at a concrete example is, okay, people say Trump divides a nation, but what caused Trump to emerge right. at right. this stage at this time? How did that information ever – right. It, it seems like there's something more basic there that we're missing, something more right. fundamental. All right, folks, that is my call to go. We're going to be around next week talking about similar issues. As you get in there and you do what you're doing, try to conceptualize one thing. Even though we may disagree with what you say, we love you all. And we're going to be back next week, folks. Be safe out there. We'll see you. This show is furnished by The Cochran Firm.